Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Andy Arnott from sellerseo.com and this is a Seller Roundtable Extra and uh, excited for today. We're going to be going over uh, the top five things you can do today, uh, take action on today to improve your Amazon business. Um, you know, some of these you may have heard, uh, heard of before, but uh, I really think um, it, it needs to be said over and over again because so many people don't do this. Um, I get contacted every day um, about like, hey, my, my sales on Amazon are slow, what's wrong? And usually about 95% of those people, uh, the main issue is their listing is uh, not optimized. What I, what I tell and, and kind of, uh, you know, grind into everybody's uh, mind is that uh, you, you have to look at your, your optimized listing as kind of the foundation of your Amazon business. If it's, uh, if it's not an optimized or great listing, then uh, you know, the rest of your business is gonna crumble. So uh, that being said, let's go ahead and jump right in. Let me share my screen here. One second. All right, if somebody can uh, go ahead and uh, let me know in the uh, comments if you guys can see this, that would be fantastic. I would appreciate that. All right. Okay. Um, oh, one second. We just have to pop out the. Uh, when you do a share screen, for some reason, Zoom always uh, gets rid of uh, some of the essential items like the chat. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I'm I'm assuming that uh, that you guys can all uh, all see this. Nick, can you just nod your head <laughs> if you can see my screen? Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, uh, top five things to boost Amazon sales today. Um, we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. And the first one, like I like I had mentioned, alluded to, is optimize your listing. Um, I'm gonna go through it here, but if you want to reference back to it um, on the Seller SEO uh, website, uh, we have a, a blog post uh, to to jump to it easily. You can just go tiny.cc forward slash listopt. Uh, that's tiny.cc forward slash listopt for short for listing optimization. And um, so that is where you want to go if you want to kind of see this stuff uh, in long form and really dig into uh, how to get how to get your listing uh, optimized. So this is, uh, like I mentioned, one of the most important uh, steps to boost your Amazon sales like today, like after this is done, if you're gonna do anything, uh, go and do that if you haven't done it yet. Um, even if you think you've optimized your listing, go back and look at it again. Um, we'll talk about uh, competitors and stuff a little bit later. Um, but definitely something you wanna look at. Now, you know, of course, some of the essentials, uh, you may have heard this before, you want your title to be, uh, you know, contain at least two or three important phrases, uh, depending on the category and um, and and uh, things like that. You have you know different amount of space in that uh, title, but you want to try to fill um, as much as that title as possible with uh, with those at least two or three important phrases. Now, sometimes if you start filling too many phrases in there, it starts to look spammy. So you just got to get really creative. Um, some of our videos that we do showing our um, listing lightning tool, we kind of show you how to be creative. You don't have to use our tool, but that's where you can really watch and look at and see how um, you, you can kind of craft a, a listing around those phrases. Um, another thing of course is photos. You need at least six photos and you want their minimal, uh, minimum resolution to be a thousand by a thousand pixels. Um, uh, actually a, a thousand pixels on one side, I believe is what they recommend or Amazon recommends, but I recommend, um, you know, 
I, I would say either side, a minimum of a thousand, just to get a really crisp, clear photo. Um, you want to make sure that it's in focus. Um, it's really clean, crisp. Um, make sure it's not washed out. Sometimes people have white products or uh, things like that, and they put it on a white background, and it just looks washed out. Um, you know, you really want to make sure all those elements are in place. Um, photos are, you know, probably, if not the most important, one of the most important um, aspects of your listing. If you're not converting or selling real well, that's, you know, of course, one of the first places you want to look at. Now, some uh, other really quick essentials. Uh, bullet points with at least 200 characters. So, um, you know, when you when you do a bullet point for Amazon, um, you know, a lot of people get lazy. I see this. Bullet points are probably the biggest thing that I see and also description, but bullet points at least 200 characters. Um, uh, we recommend 250, as close to 250 characters as possible. But if, you're, if you can't get to that, at least 200 characters. Um, it, within those characters, once again, you want to make sure you have some of your really important uh, phrases. Don't be afraid to repeat like your top three to five essential phrases in those, um, in those bullet points. I know in the past, um, the old way of doing things was like, you can't repeat keywords, you know, only do uh, keywords, not phrases, things like that. Uh, that's gone all out the door. Now that Amazon is more relevancy based, uh, you definitely want to be doing things like that. Um, you want a formatted description with at least a thousand characters. Formatted means um, in Amazon, you can use a couple of HTML um, modifiers. So things like uh, bold um, and um, paragraph and uh, line space, a uh, line break. So if uh, I'll, I'll show you here real quick in this, in this thing. So I, uh, if you want to do a bold, you could say this is bold and then you close off that tag. Oops, like this. Um, so if you put this in your Amazon listing, this will actually bold the text between these two flags. Um, if you've ever done any type of HTML, uh, this is kind of the basic stuff. Um, so something definitely that um, you want to take a look at. Now, um, that's one of the tags you can use. Another tag is uh, the P tag, which is short for paragraph. Uh, what that'll do is, um, is break up your text um, into a new paragraph. Um, same thing with uh, BR, which is a line break. Now, the reason you want to use these is if you don't, what you're going to end up having are listings that are uh, choppy or um, look, you know, like a, just a big group of, of text. So you definitely don't want um, that type of format. You don't want, you know, a big, a big blob of text um, that people are going to look at and not, um, not see as being, um, you know, clean or, uh, or, or organized. Um, another thing you want to make sure that you do on your listing keyword and subject matter um, keywords filled in. So that's of course not appearing on the front of the listing. That's on the back end of the listing um, for sure. The keywords, um, you know, keyword field. Um, once again, you know, people in the past said don't repeat in the keyword field. Um, if you feel like it's really important, um, we sometimes do report uh, a repeat in the keyword and subject matter um, fields. Um, it does seem to seem to affect relevancy. So if you're not, you know, indexing for a keyword um, and you have it on the front end or vice versa, you might want to add it to the front end uh, if you have it on the back end or if you have it on the back end and not on the front end, vice versa. So in other words, add the phrase in spots that you don't have it currently if it's not indexing and you feel like it's important. Um, some products, uh, some categories have extra fields. So um, on your Amazon listing, um, uh, on your dashboard, there's a button that says more. I think it's the last tab um, of the, the edit products um, page. Go and look through that. A lot of people never even look at that tab. Uh, but the more information you put in there, the better because when Amazon does filtering, uh, let me show you some filtering here so I, I can show you what I'm talking about here. Uh, let's see if I can find something that'll filter for me. Uh, let's see, maybe socks. <laughs> Not sure. 
that are that'll filter but um anyway um this one this may not filter but um i'm just going to show you this anyway um you can see here on the right side that there's some filters uh there's brand filters and fashion filters but some other products um let's see let's see, let's try bluetooth headphones see if we can get any filtering on that um, yeah okay so here you can see here headphone wireless type Bluetooth RF infrared NFC so these are all these these um, filters are set in your listing and um, an easy way to know if your product uh, can be filtered in that way is to do a search for your product and see what filters show up on the side here like in this case if you're selling Bluetooth headphones you would want to make sure that you'd include Bluetooth, RF, infrared, or NFC if your product has any of these features. Because what happens is when people go to this page and they go, oh, I only want a Bluetooth one, they click there and then it filters products. And if you don't have um, you know, this flag set in your listing, then your product will be filtered out. So add as much data as possible to that listing so that you show up in more spots on, um, on Amazon search. All right, so that's it for uh, you know, optimize your listing. I, I could go, you know, I can do, and I have done many hours and sessions on this, but I just kind of want to give you guys kind of five action points to, to work on today. If you want to go deeper into this, like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, go to tiny.cc forward slash L-I-S-T O-P-T and that post will give you really step-by-step -step, uh, instructions and really a lot more detailed instructions on how to do this. All right, number two, optimize your PPC. Um, you know, this is another huge um, thing that we get. We get a lot of people coming to us um, because they're either losing a ton of money on PPC or they don't know how to do it correctly. Um, so this is definitely something that's, um, you know, that you really want to concentrate on. So, um, you know, kind of the basics, once again, we've, if you go back to past episodes of seller round table, um, we've done, we've done things like, um, you know, really gone in depth with how to optimize, how to set up campaigns, doing all of this kind of stuff. Um, but I just want to go over it again really quickly and make sure that you guys are doing just at least the basics. Um, my, my lovely scroll mouse is jumping all over the place here. Um, so optimize your PVC. Um, so there's a ton of new features that Amazon has rolled out over the, the last, uh, you know, four to six months starting in Q4. Um, so here's something you really need to do if you're not doing it today. You want to make sure you have an auto campaign enabled. Um, and that auto campaign should stay on indefinitely. A lot of people think that you're supposed to like start on an auto campaign, let it run for a couple of weeks and then turn it off. That's not the case at all. Uh, you want that auto campaign running, um, you know, continuously. A lot of people are saying, well, but that auto campaign has an A cost of like a hundred percent. So in that case, you just leave your campaign running and then you reduce the bid and you continue to reduce that bid um, until you get to a point where, um, you're actually, you know, making money on, on that, uh, or at least breaking even on that campaign. And the reason you want that campaign to go is because you're going to, it's going to continually collect new keywords that you haven't thought about that your product's going to convert for. So uh, make sure you have an auto campaign running 24, seven, 365. Um, another one is a, a manual discovery campaign. What a discovery campaign is, is, um, it's a manual campaign, but it's a very wide, uh, campaign. So you're either using, um, a lot of keywords or you're using, um, uh, uh broad match keywords. Um, you know, it, there's two different theories on that. Um, you know, nowadays you can usually just do a broad campaign um, and get a decent amount of results. But what what I've seen lately is Amazon's not really um, it, it's the, it's not really targeting broad like it used to. Um, it, it looks like phrase right now is is getting the most impressions. 
Um, so that's why when we do um, a discovery campaign, we actually do all match types and quite a few keywords. We start out with, you know, a minimum of a hundred keywords. Um, and then we go from there and then we start paring down performing, um, uh, performing keywords. Um, and that goes into uh, step three, uh, set up new part. Uh, I'm sorry, that's um, step four. We'll go into that in a second. Step three, set up a new uh, product targeting campaign. So um, this used to be available for only brand, uh, brand registered uh, brands, but now they've rolled it out to the masses. So even if you're not brand registered, you now have access to um, that product targeting um, in Amazon. And what we've seen is uh, there's still a lot of sellers not utilizing that targeting. Um, so you can actually get a ton of, um, of impressions and sales and clicks uh, from those ads. Now, if you don't know how to set those up, go back once again, like I said, to previous episode, I think it's episode six that we talk about uh, really more in depth on, um, on you know, how to do PVC. Definitely go back and, and uh, listen or watch that and it will really give you a good um, idea on how to do those things. Um, now, uh, the, the new product targeting campaigns, uh, like I said, you're going to get really good ACoS and you're all, you're going to get a lot more visibility. Now, uh, something you need to realize is it, it seems like the volume's not quite there. So in other words, you know, you might only get one or two sales a day from each, um, ad set, but you know, that really starts to add up. Um, and then just like the rest of the PPC, um, you want to get rid of ASINs that aren't converting and only keep the ones that are, um, after a certain threshold, um, we usually like to see 10 clicks before we reduce bids um, on stuff that's not converting. Um, but once again, that's uh, go back to our advanced PPC to, to learn more about that. Um, you want to run search term reports. Um, you know, usually about once a week is a, is a good way of doing it. And what search term reports will give you is it'll show you all the search terms from your automatic campaigns that are converting. And what you'd want to do then is um, take those converting keywords and add them to your performing campaign. Now, what a performing campaign is, is, is a separate campaign that you uh, break off from your discovery campaigns. And so these are the keywords that you know are converting. And those, uh, those campaigns are the ones that you're really going to try to tighten the, uh, the, the bolts down onto and really get um, an ACoS that's going to work for you. Um, you know, that's the, the, that's where you're going to start making your money on the, that stuff is when you're really, um, you know, you're getting, uh, dialed in on those, on those campaigns, um, and getting money, um, you know, actually being uh, net positive, um, on your return on ad spend. Now, um, I talked about, um, you know, harvesting your search terms and all those things. Now, the other thing you need to do is optimize at least once per week. Uh, generally Tuesdays are a good day. Um, because you can, you know, the, the last week's data is complete by Tuesdays. Usually, uh, there is like, you know, about a 24 hour delay in Amazon's, um, uh, reporting. Uh, so that's a really great uh, time to look at your data. Uh, once again, I'm not going to go too in depth into how to optimize. Uh, we covered that uh, before, but the gist of it is uh, the basics is, um, you know, uh, reducing bids on keywords that aren't performing. In other words, not, uh, getting you sales and then increasing bids on um, keywords that, uh, or product targeting uh, where they're converting um, at a good value. So, you know, if your break-even ACoS say is 35% and you have a product target or a keyword target, um, you know, that you're bidding a dollar on, if your ACoS is that low, you might want to raise that bid to make sure that you get the maximum amount of visibility. So if it's a dollar, you want to go up to like a dollar 50, something like that. Uh, last but not least, day parting. Um, I know that's uh, not, uh, I don't really know any other tools doing this. Um, otherwise I would mention them, but, um, seller SEO does this. And, um, what it is, is, um, let me actually see if I can pull it up on this account here. See if there's any way I can show you. 
Um, what day parting does is it will actually um, allow you to enable and disable your PPC campaigns uh, during times of day. So in other words, let me show you uh, this screen here real quick on Seller SEO. So right here, as you can see, um, you know, we, we've got, uh, uh, what's really cool about seller SEO is you can enable by uh, by hour and then start and stop throughout the day. So um, say on Mondays, you want to start at 8 a.m. and uh, you want to go to 3 p.m., but then you want to stop and then start up again at, at 7 p.m. to 2100. Um, what's really cool here is once you save the schedule um, and you can you can go down to the campaign level, your uh, campaigns will only show during uh, you know specific times of day. Now, a lot of people are asking, you know, why would you want to do something like that? It's actually one of the one of the most effective ways to reduce your uh, a cost because generally people are, um, you know, browsing, uh, you know, before about 10 a.m. Um, and then same thing with late late at night. Um, so what you can do is you can actually go into your um, into your reports, and at some point we hope to have this automated for you. Uh, it's just going to be <laughs> quite the quite the task. Is going in and uh, download your your order report and put it into an Excel, and then um, and then you can actually graph and see uh, you know time of day uh, and day of week. Um, if you sell enough on Amazon, you have a, a PPC account manager. They can actually pull that data for you. Um, unfortunately, you know it's not available to every seller. Um, if you don't know how to do that, go on to like Fiverr or Upwork or something like that and hire somebody. You could probably do it for like 10 bucks, 20 bucks, something like that. Tell them, Hey, you know, here's the report. I want you, I want, this is the data that I want. Um, you know, build me a, a an Excel sheet for that, um, or a script for that and they'll do it for you. And it, it, it's, it's super simple. Um, and like I said, we'll, we'll end up having that in the tool here shortly will you, where you'll be able to, uh, import your search term report and then we'll give you a, a nice little graph on like, you know, what times of day are performing um, best for your campaigns. Um, the other reason why day parting is really effective and great is because, you know, there's been a lot of stories and things like that about, uh, you know, uh, Chinese sellers and overseas sellers um, clicking on your ads uh, throughout the night. And if your ads are turned off, guess what? They can't do it. So it's another really effective way to, um, to make sure that you're not spending PPC, uh, you know, clicks, not spending money on clicks that aren't going to actually convert. All right. Step three. Copy the competition. Um, this is something a lot of people don't know and do. And uh, one of the kind of innovators or one of the people who's always, uh, that's very successful that always says, you know, copy what's working um, is Russell Branson from, uh, from ClickFunnels. You know, his whole thing is like, why reinvent the wheel? If something's working, just go ahead and copy that and, and iterate. Um, so, you know, some of the things you want to look at from your, from your top competitors would be like, what, you know, what, what is their pricing? In other words, if you're, if you've got comparable products and your product is $19.99 and theirs is $14.99, you're going to have a really, really hard time, um, getting traction in that niche. Um, you also want to look at things like, um, you know, coupons, um, you know, uh, the on-page coupons. So things like, uh, you know, $2 off, you know, you get the little orange flag, um, that's great for visibility. We actually have uh, our entire account almost uh, 24 seven um, has some kind of coupon enabled uh, because of the increased visibility. Um, it's, it's worth it for sales and stuff. What people don't realize you can, you can do a super small discount, like even 5% off and you still get that little flag. Um, so visibility wise, it's completely worth it. Look at how many reviews they have. So, um, you know, once again, if they have like 200 reviews um, and you've got three, you know, it, 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 you could run into trouble. Um, with the way that reviews work now, um, I actually do think that three is kind of the magic number if you're just starting out with a new product. Um, you know, you really want to try to get those first three reviews. 
Um, you know, how do you do that nowadays? That's a whole nother, nother discussion, but um, early reviewer program's a great one. Um, for us, the way that we do it, we kind of hit it from multiple ends. Uh, we get, um, you know, we do um, uh, coupons, we do aggressive PPC, we do offsite traffic, um, especially in the first few weeks. Uh, that way, you know, we get a lot of volume and, you know, from that lot of volume, then you get uh, Amazon sending those follow-up emails to get those, you know, first few crucial reviews. Um, so definitely something that, uh, that you want to try to do, especially if you've got a new product. One of their main keywords, uh, so, you know, using reverse ASIN tools, um, you know, whatever tools that you use should be able to do this. Um, in SellerCO, we have um, Pandora is the, is the tool we have. Um, the reason you want to you use a tool like that is because, um, I'm not sure how, you know, some of the other tools are getting their data, but for us, you know, our data is coming direct from Amazon. It's telling you, um, you know, what these products are, you know, have been converting for, what keywords they've been converting for. Uh, so it's really powerful data. Um, it's great to use that data to build PPC campaigns and then also to, um, include in your, um, in your listings. Um, the other good thing to do is when you're looking at your competitors is look at their um, negative feedback. So not, you know, not necessarily, I mean, go ahead and look at their positive feedback as well, but the negative feedback is really um, what you uh, want to uh, look at. The reason for that is, you know, if you're selling, um, you know, a, a water bottle and it's very similar to uh, this other competitor who's selling the water bottle and people are complaining that, you know, the lid is leaky or, um, you know, it's too fat to fit in the cup holder in their car or something like that. You would want to take that data and then bring it over to your product and decide, um, you know, if this, uh, you know, if people are complaining about uh, their, wa their water bottle not fitting into the cup holder, well, I'm going to make sure that my water bottle fits into, my, into their cup holders. You know, it's little things like that that people are really going to be excited for your product um, is that you've kind of thought of all the little things. And the way you can do that is literally going and looking at all your competition's negative feedback, seeing what people don't like about the product, and then making sure that your product, uh, you know, fills that requirement. Once again, look at listing photos and structure. So, um, you know, if they've, you know, if they've got a certain way they're doing things or something like that, um, definitely something that you want to, uh, you know, definitely be aware of. Um, if, uh, if you can, uh, you know, look at if they're using enhanced brand content, um, you know, just really take the time to, to look at your competitors listings and figure out, um, you know, try to reverse engineer and see, uh, you know, the things that they're doing, uh, that's, you know, making them successful. Um, you know, definitely something you want to do. All right. So, uh, number four, uh, something that you can do today, uh, to really, uh, make a big difference, um, with your, with your Amazon business is traffic off of Amazon. Uh, there's so many businesses, uh, countless number of businesses that are uh, not utilizing uh, offsite traffic. When you talk about offsite traffic, it's it's a very broad term, and some of the things that um, that you want to think about are um, influencers, so social media influencers. Um, you know, some places you can find some social uh, media influencers. Uh, a website called Famebit. Uh, that's for YouTube inf influencers. Um, there's another one called Tominson. Um, that's kind of all different times of, of, of all different kinds of, of uh, social media um, influencers. Um, there's a bunch, uh, a bunch of others, but those are just a few I'm going to mention. 
Google ads, um, you know, you can set these up manually. Uh, we've seen really, really great success with Google ads because so many Amazon sellers are so uh, convinced that Facebook ads are, you know, are, are what's working and where you need to go. Facebook ads are getting really, really expensive. Um, so we've seen better return on investment with Google ads. Um, like I said, you can, you can build those manually. If not, we have uh, the traffic Titan tool and sell uh, SEO, which actually lets you, uh, which automates the, the process of building the campaigns, does your two-step URLs, suggests the keywords, uh, does all those kinds of things. So it works really, really well um, to kind of automate the process for you. It takes, uh, you know, a process that would, would generally take, you know, hours down to minutes. So it's, it's really powerful. Um, but with Google Ads, um, you know, what you're doing there is you're going, uh, uh, finding customers with high intent and they already trust Amazon. So, you know, if they're searching for water bottle on Google and they click through uh, your two-step URL, they, they, they uh, get dropped off at Amazon and in your search results, they see that water bottle, they click on it, they buy, uh, you get credit for that keyword. So, um, you know, Google ads are uh, really effective uh, for targeting uh, and ranking keywords. Uh, another kind of popular one right now is messenger campaigns. Uh, we've done this and we, we've seen mixed results. Um, you know, the, the problem with uh, messenger campaigns um, and, and Facebook ads even is nowadays customers are so used to seeing Amazon sellers and, and, uh, e-commerce people giving massive discounts. Uh, so, you know, 50% off or more, if you don't do that, you're going to, it's going to be really hard to get traction. Um, that being said, unless you have like a really, really highly sought after product or a product that, um, can be demoed very easily with video, um, or something that's kind of cool, you know, if, if you're like, uh, you know, you have a pool float, say for example, it's that time of year. And, um, you know, and you have a video of, you know, attractive uh, women in bikinis jumping into the thing and it's very visually appealing, um, then that, that's, you know, that might work well for a messenger campaign or a Facebook ad or Instagram. Um, you know, th those are, um, those platforms are much more visual. But if you have a boring product, you know, you have like a, an office product or a, a toilet plunger or something like that, uh, those types of ads are just not going to work on, on uh, Facebook, uh, the you know, platform in general, meaning Facebook, Instagram, Messenger. Uh, that's where Google ads really come into play and where you can, uh, you know, see a lot, uh, a lot of, um, you know, get a lot better results on the Google ads front. Um, so with messenger campaigns, the reason why a lot of people are using messenger campaigns and why they're, um, you know, pretty powerful is because, uh, you know, it's not a one-off uh, interaction. You know, once they get into your messenger flow, then you can go back, you know, a couple weeks later and say, Hey, we launched this new product. If it's related to the one previous, it, you know, check it out. We can give you a discount, whatever. Um, you know, the messenger campaigns are, are really effective doing that. Facebook ads, like I said, um, you know, kind of in the same realm, uh, if you got a visual product uh, or if you can tell a cool story, a, a good backstory, uh, you know, Facebook ads can work for you. Uh, same thing with Instagram, uh, you know, same kind of thing. If you're, if you've got a highly visual product or, um, you know, something that it, you can tell a good story with, um, you know, definitely use it. Uh, video is in. Uh, and what we've seen is, and the next point you can see here is authentic is in. Uh, what we've seen is, is video is, is working much better than any other type of ad format, um, especially when you're talking, like I said, Messenger, Facebook, Instagram. The other thing is authentic. Um, you know, if people are seeing like super well done, uh, polished videos, uh, they're actually turned off by it because it looks like an ad. What people are really into is, uh, you know, a good example would be um, uh, my buddy Barkus. I don't know if you've, he, he was in a previous episode. Um, he does a beard oil and he manufactures it, you know, in his house. 
Um, you know, a cool video for that would be him like manufacturing it, you know, and, and kind of telling his backstory on why he created the brand, um, how it's a small business, um, things like that. So, um, you know, definitely something that, uh, that you want to think about is, um, you know, be authentic with, um, with what you're doing and that will really, uh, kind of show through and, and, uh, people will really resonate with that. Uh, so be authentic as possible. Uh, last but not least, don't get banned. So if you guys have been seeing, I, I did a live on this yesterday. Um, you know, you guys, have, if you're in multiple, um, you know, Amazon, uh, I'm sorry, Facebook, uh, Amazon seller groups, uh, you've probably been seeing, you know, people talking about getting banned. Now, uh, Amazon this time of year always kind of, uh, you know, picks something to work on and then really hits it hard, um, you know, with, uh, you know, reviews or, um, you know, hijackers, things like that. They always kind of had this thing um, on how to do, you know, do those, um, you know, do the, those, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the correct word here, uh, the, the focus, they're just focusing on those and that's what they go after. Um, so don't get banned and uh, because that's what they're focusing on right now. And the reason why people are getting banned rather than, um, you know, what people think, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, people are doing discount promotions and getting banned and things like that. Uh, we haven't seen any of that. If you're doing a discount promotion, I, I, and I even asked, uh, contacted Amazon, he said, no, the only way you're going to get banned right now is if you're doing egregious amounts of promotion. So if you're giving away 200, um, you know, uh, coupons a day, you might, you might raise some eyebrows at Amazon. Um, if you're doing a reasonable amount, you know, of course that the, they wouldn't give you that option. If, you know, if they didn't want you to do 90% off coupons, they wouldn't give you that option. Um, so, you know, definitely, uh, something to think about now, the other way people are getting banned is by doing follow-up email sequences or follow-up messenger sequences. So for example, they see an ad on Facebook, it says, Hey, buy my water bottle. It's 50% off person buys the ad, uh, the water bottle. Then they're in that messenger flow. And when they're in that messenger flow, uh, you, you know, you email them or you send a message two weeks later saying, Hey, um, you know, leave uh, you, uh, you know, I know you bought my water bottle. Did you enjoy it? If so, leave a, a review. You can't do that. That's been a part of the TOS for years. It's just that people are now getting caught in, in this automation. Um, so if you're, if you're going to send, um, you know, messenger campaigns, make sure you segment those lists. So, you know, if you've got customers that are buying stuff at a discount, make sure you have a separate list that says like, uh, customers that got discount. Um, so that way, if they're, if, if you're giving them links for, um, you know, for, for anything you're not sending them to, to, or asking them to, to, uh, leave reviews, cause that's where you're going to get into hot water. Same thing with email follow-ups. If you're sending email follow-ups to those customers, um, and they're, uh, you know, they're getting those follow-ups and, and, uh, and they're asking, um, you're asking for a review. That's where you're really going to get into, into trouble. All right, last but not least, uh, build your brand. So your social media presence, uh, what people don't realize is that um, you really, uh, you need to build your social media presence um, and you have to look at it as like planting a garden. So, you know, if you start now, uh, you know, two or three years from now that those lists are just gonna continue to grow and grow and grow. Uh, what people don't realize is, is once you have a social media following, you can sell anything because now you have an audience that's built in, they trust you, they know you. Uh, they know you're, uh, you're you know, knowledgeable in whatever, um, you know, business or niche that you're in. Um, so build that list, uh, because that'll just, you know, pay dividends year over year over year. Um, followers are forever and <laughs> have in, 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 uh, parentheses here. Usually, uh, you know, a lot of times the, the algorithm algorithms will change like Facebook a couple of years ago, pushing everybody to get likes on their, 
on their brand pages and then they kind of just took away, you know, any visibility for that at all. So, um, you know, the way I like to see it is build your personal, um, social media, um, you know, because that that's much more likely to gain traction. And if they ever change the business side of things on these social networks, you'll still have a decent amount of followers on those, on those personal, um, feeds and, and personal branding. Something um, really big right now that people aren't doing or doing incorrectly is storytelling. Um, so, you know, people, uh, you know, if you've gotten to a certain place, like for me, you know, I, I talk about, you know, my software business and getting, you know, seven figures and things like that, but people are going to, are, you know, going to go, okay, that's great. But how'd you get there? They want to know the story. They want to know uh, how you came up and, you know, that you can start, you know, with very little money and, and scale or you, you know, they, they want to know that, that they can do what you're doing. Um, it's the same thing with a brand, uh, going back to like being authentic. Um, you know, if you've got a product, um, you know, I, I would say one of the best things that you can do is, you know, if you use that product personally in your own life or your friends and family use it or something like that, and you can tell a story like, Hey, um, you know, my, my brother-in-law is an avid bike rider. Um, he uses our, our, um, insulated water bottle on bike rides. He loves it. Um, this is why he loves it. You know, do a little video of him, maybe talking about it, things like that. Um, you want to tell a story, um, and that way people will connect with you and also see that, you know, you're authentic, you're a person, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to, um, be able to, um, you know, people are going to be able to see that you've got a family, you, you've got the same types of struggles, you know, they're, they're going to connect with you. Um, so last but not least on building your brand, be better than the other guy. Um, you know, make sure that customer satisfaction is, is extremely high up on your list. Um, the reason that you want to do that is it's going to, it's going to differentiate you from, you know, from the other people. So the other brands. So, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if, if you're very lenient on say like giving, um, you know, giving discounts or, uh, you know, things like that, um, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, you really want to think about. Um, and looks like somebody's unmuting themselves. So we're going <laughs> to, we're going to mute you guys. Um, so be better than the other guy make sure that you're going above and beyond, make sure that, uh, you're taking care of people, uh, make sure that you build a customer avatar to know who your customer is, and that way you'll know how to serve them the best. All right, guys. Um, you know, sort of short today. We're only, we're only at 40 minutes, but, uh, we're calling this, uh, once again, so a round table extra, um, because we're, uh, you know, it's kind of a sub topic and, um, we're not interviewing anyone today. So, um, when you go to see the podcast and if you guys are listening to the podcast, um, we would really, really appreciate you guys, uh, leaving a review, um, hopefully a positive one. Uh, we, we've been, we've actually like really, um, gotten popular quickly, which is of course, fantastic. We love that. Uh, but we're getting some trolls and we think some competition, you know, it's just like Amazon. And when, uh, when, when competitors see that you're moving in on their space, they, uh, they, they drop bombs on you. So we, we've been getting people, uh, leaving us like anonymous, uh, you know, lower star reviews. Um, so we really, really appreciate it. If you guys go, it only takes a couple of minutes, uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, uh, leave a review and really, really, really appreciate it. If you're getting value out of this. Um, and I'm going to open it up for questions. And, um, if anybody's kind of, uh, if I've touched on anything here that, that, uh, isn't, um, you know, completely clear or, you know, something you want me to go more in depth on, please feel free to uh, go ahead and ask. Um, <clears throat> we've got some really cool, um, you know, stuff in the works. Um, some, some keyword things, uh, some new sourcing techniques. Um, that's another thing. I don't know if you've seen lately. Um, 
you know, uh, some of the SaaS companies in the Amazon space, software as a service companies, um, have been kind of battling it out over uh, sourcing tools. Um, I've been showing for a, a long time how sourcing tools are, uh, or I've been saying for a long time how, how we don't use sourcing tools. Sourcing tools are extremely um, inaccurate, and that's why you're seeing all these people ending up with the same types of products um, in the same niche, and uh, you know going into all these really crowded uh, spaces because they're they're doing uh, research incorrectly. Um, the way to research uh, effectively is is using keywords. Um, you know, not using um, you know, a search where you're, 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 you're pulling up a, a popular search on, on uh, Amazon and, and getting like a score from one of those softwares that says like, Hey, source this product, you're going to make millions. Um, those sales estimates are wrong. And a lot of that data coming through is wrong. So, um, you know, definitely, uh, change your mind on where, uh, on where you need to be for, um, you know, for, for how you're sourcing. And we'll go in more into depth, uh, in that once, uh, we are going to have some new tools coming online that's uh, going to kind of help on that uh, on that setup. All right, Nick's asking: Is using automated emails through Feedback Genius to collect feedback and product review bad? Um, I wouldn't say it's bad per se, but I would be afraid to use any service that's automated like that that sucks customers in and then automatically emails them. Uh, once again, the reason for that is you know if you've given that customer a discount. And now they're getting an automated email saying, hey, you brought my product, come review it. Um, you're breaking Amazon terms of service. And because they're really cracking down on that right now, I would be afraid to do uh, email follow-ups. I know um, I've talked about this a lot of times before, but um, we don't use email follow-ups in our, our business. Um, I, I look at it at a customer-centric point of view. Um, if, you know, when I, I buy a ton of stuff on Amazon and when I get stuff from Amazon, I hate those follow-up emails. So we don't do it. Uh, we do product inserts. We do, um, you know, uh, the first two weeks of launch, we really do aggressive PPC. We, we do a lot of volume. Um, you know, even sometimes we'll even, uh, put our price at break even, um, and do, you know, some kind of like sales blitzes. Um, and that way, you know, you we're really getting a lot of volume so that those, those, um, those reviews will come in. Uh, early reviewer program as well. Same thing with like I like to talk about on the um, follow-up campaigns. Um, and actually, I'm not sure why I'm still sharing my screen. <laughs> well, you guys can look at me now. All right. Um, yeah. Anything else, guys? About I talked about today. Um, you know, some other things to think about. Um, something we've uh, kind of off the cuff. Uh, things that we've been using uh, that we've seen work uh, fairly well in in terms of promotions on our products. Um, we're going really deep into Pinterest. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Pinterest is kind of a visual uh, search engine, uh, and it, it's it's kind of newer. Uh, you know, it's been around for a, a, a quite a few years, but they just did an IPO, and and there's a lot of traction, uh, kind of building for Pinterest. They now allow you to also uh, link, uh, have product links, uh, similar to what Instagram uh, released recently, where you, you can uh, directly link to your products. Um, and the cool thing is, is if you're um, you know, if you're doing those, uh, you know, getting all those kinds of free traffic back to your listing, um, that's also building backlinks. Um, if you know anything about SEO, um, you're building backlinks and that'll also help your organic rank on, you know, things like social media and uh, Google, organic Google search. Uh, so really uh, think about your Amazon product um, as a website and uh, treat it the same way when it comes to organic SEO. You wanna point as many links to it from around the web as possible. Um, that will give you the most uh, organic reach when it comes to Google search. Um, you know, 
things like Facebook and things like that will see um, that page as more relevant and uh, give it more attention. Can you use the HTML tags in bullet points? Um, I haven't checked that recently, but uh, you were uh, in the past, that's never been an option. Um, what you can use in bullet points are something called UTF-8 characters or emojis. Um, you know, you'll go to some listings sometimes and you'll see like little happy faces or, um, you know, things like that. Let me see if I can find one. Um, the way that, that Amazon does search now, let's see if I can expand this. Um, Yeah, well, I can't find one really quickly, but um, you you can use if you if you just go to Google and cite, uh, and search UTF eight um, emojis, um, then you you um, you know then you'll be able to see um, you'll be able to see all those uh, you know all the all the bullet points with those uh, UTF characters um, in them. Um, as I tell people, um, use caution because um, what can happen is um, you know technically it could be against terms of service. There's a lot of debate on that. Um, we see it a lot. We, we've never heard of anybody getting banned or in trouble for that. So I leave that up to you guys. Um, you know, whether you, you think it's, it, it's a risk or not and whether you want to use it or not. We have used it in our, in, in our, in some of our listings and we haven't had any issues yet. So that's, that's the only kind of tidbit I can share from our, uh, from our point of view on that. All right, guys. Um, anything else? All right. Well, it looks like there's no other questions. Um, next week, uh, I believe, let me see. I think we have uh, Lyron uh, as a guest next week. And I believe Amy is back next week as well. So we should have a, a normal full-length uh, full seller roundtable. And uh, yeah, we look forward to that. We also have some other cool, uh, really great guests that we're lining up for you guys in the next few weeks. Um, if there's anything that you guys uh, really want us to cover more, um, you know, once again, uh, just let us know um, if you're in our um, either Amy or my Facebook uh, Facebook group. Mine is Amazon FBA Titans. Hers is um, Amazing at Home. Um, if you're searching uh, Amazon FBA Titans, there's some guy who created a, a lookalike group. Uh, so don't join that one. Make sure that uh, you see my ugly mug um, in the in the group uh, header um, to know that uh, that <laughs> that it's the right group. Um, yeah, if you, if you can post in that group, you know, uh, things that you want to hear or things you want, uh, want us to cover. Okay. Uh, we actually got another question, so that's great. Um, have you done one of these on keywords and finding products? I'm not sure what you mean, Wendy. Are you talking about the, the new way of, of researching using keywords? Um, yes, that is the only way that we are researching products right now. Um, you know, uh, sometimes, we will, um, you know, we'll, we'll look at some other tools for verification. So if we got, oh, this looks like a strong uh, thing, then we'll look at, uh, you know, some other tools like our, our, um, our Chrome extension and, uh, you know, some of the other sourcing tools just to verify that our, our data is correct or, you know, it seems correct. But there have been times recently where I found really, really strong products using keywords. And then I go look at a sourcing tool, which will be, will be, uh, which I won't name, um, that was way off. Um, you know, it had the, uh, whatever their score is, I forget what the score is, but the, the score was like a, you know, a four or whatever. Um, but looking at all the other data, 
um, it was definitely a, a, an extremely strong product. Um, so um, just use a lot of caution when you guys are using those tools. Don't uh, take you know the data as as being uh, you know completely correct. Make sure that you're uh, you know checking all the other boxes when it comes to um, you know doing your sourcing. So checking things like cost of PVC, um, you know things like um, you know com uh, competition, how many results there are, how many other sellers are selling a similar product. Um, you know, how strong listings there are, you know, if they have crappy listings or if they're highly optimized, how many reviews. I mean, there's so many different data points that you can uh, look at. Um, you know, at some point, maybe I'll, I'll uh, you know, create a, a PDF or something like a, like a sourcing PDF to maybe help you guys like a step-by-step -step, all the data points that you should check before selecting a product. Um, Amy and I are, are actually, um, you know, we have a, a training coming up in the next, uh, I think we decided that we we're going to release in uh, June or July. Uh, I can't remember exactly when. Um, but anyway, um, in that training, we're really, really excited because we're, um, it's, it's going to be something that's going to really help you guys, um, you know, get going on your Amazon business. If you haven't started yet, if you have started, it's going to really kind of give you some structure um, and really help you guys, um, you know, get, get, uh, get to the point where your Amazon business is going to succeed. All right. Looks like we're looks like we're we're done for. Uh, thank you again, Wendy. Uh, really appreciate it, guys. Uh, once again, if uh, I, I know that everybody asks you this, um, but it really would make a huge difference for us if you do get value out of this. It just take a minute or two, and uh, especially on iTunes, uh, go in and rate. Uh, I'm not an Apple guy. Well, actually, I'm I'm a I'm an Apple slash PC slash Android guy. <laughs> So, um, you know, uh, whatever platform you're on, if you could really, um, uh, leave us a review to really, really, really appreciate that. Um, and, uh, also, like I said, reach out to us and let us know what you guys, uh, want us to cover. Um, a lot of times we're, we're guessing and, 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 uh, it would, it would be great to know exactly what you guys want. Drop them in the comments here or in our Facebook group, or even in the review that you leave on iTunes say, you know, Hey, like, this is great, but we'd love to hear more of whatever. Uh, we look at all those things. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, we, we are trying to keep you up to date on all the latest trends and things happening as well. So, um, you know, that's always good stuff to have. All right, guys. Uh, well, that is it. And, um, uh, Nick's asking, do we handle any optimization for clients? We do actually, we, um, we have, uh, an agency as well. So if you guys want, you know, we, we manage offsite traffic ranking, uh, PPC building listings. Uh, we kind of have a do it all, you know, where you hire us to kind of do everything from A to Z. Uh, we can do product verification. Like if you've got a product and you're not sure if it's going to be successful, you can hire us to do research on that. Um, we kind of have all of, all of that, um, all of those kinds of services. SellerSEO.com forward slash shop. If you want to check those services out. Um, Amy uh, has, uh, has those types of services as well. Amazing at home.com, I believe is her website. Uh, so you can go and, and check her offerings out as well. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you once again. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at SellerRoundTable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.